Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Dose of Tech podcast. Um, just before this starts, I owe you guys a huge apology. Um, we have missed quite a few episodes in the past few weeks. Um, contrary to what I thought, this summer, at least for me, has been busier than the school year when I was taking online classes yeah, same. Uh, during <laughs> lockdown. So things have been crazy. Um, we've been having so many guests over, but we're finally back in the flow of things. So um, I apologize for all of that. My computer's working now, which is great. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're getting right back into the flow of things. And today we are going to start off by talking about different types of voice assistants. Yep. And just before we start, um, don't let Josh take all the blame. A lot of that was my fault too. I was out of town and then <laughs> I was out of camp. So summer has been pretty crazy on both our parts. So crazy. apologies yeah, from both crazy. of us. We are going to keep up the good content, hopefully. Um, yeah, we'll get right into it. So um, we're going to be talking about Google Assistant versus Alexa versus Bixby versus Siri. Um, they all, except Bixby, have advantages. Um, <laughs> it's true. They all, but Bixby, for the most part, have advantages and disadvantages. Um, but let's uh, let's just jump right in with Google Assistant. Yeah, um, so when it comes to Google Assistant, this is one of the ones that's talked about a lot. Um, in my opinion, probably one of the best or uh, maybe the most optimized is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, you know, a simple, simple uh, definition of Google Assistant, you know, it's obviously owned by Google, <laughs> uh, connects to all Google searches. So anything you're asking Google is going to be done through the Google search engine. Unfortunately, in my opinion, uh, you can't make it use other search engines such as DuckDuckGo. As far as I know, um, I've never been able to do that. Um, it links with uh, all of the Google services such as Google uh, Google Maps and it can control your, your Google Home environment. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the basic right. definition of uh, Google Assistant. And uh, one really good thing about it is it's um, it's kind of like the Mac ecosystem. If you have a lot of Google and like Windows stuff, it really meshes together well. Um, you can yes, link things sure. like Netflix, Spotify, uh, your Plex server if you have one. Um, and that'll all be through your Google Home. So, you know, you can set up, you know, hey, Google, let's watch X show on uh, Netflix or listen to this song on Spotify, which is really, really nice. Um, one plus that it does have, um, the Google Assistant, when you ask it a question, seems to be much less biased than, uh, for some reason, Amazon Alexa. When you ask Alexa a question, it's very... Um, it's very, very biased answers, whereas generally Google just pulls something up from Wikipedia, which tends to be fairly unbiased. Um, I, it's not a huge deal, but there's some questions that if you ask Alexa, you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't seem right. Whereas Google Assistant pulls like right off of Wikipedia and web pages like that. Um, so that can be uh, not a huge bonus, but a small bonus for Google Assistant. Right, yeah. I think uh, one of the cool things about Google Assistant, as you were talking about, is Google Home, which I, mm -hmm. I don't think you have much experience with, but um, I use some Google Home products in my room, um, and I have, a, I have a Chromecast and a Google Home Mini. And in my opinion, uh, the, the ecosystem itself is really well designed. It works really well together. Um, you know, you can, you can control your Chromecast with your Google Home Mini, um, and alarms, you can sync between your phone and stuff, so it's really great. Um, one of the biggest downsides to Google Assistant, in my opinion, is the lack of um, services. Uh, we'll get into this in a bit, but Amazon Alexa has these things, really interesting things called Skills, yeah. uh, which is basically like an app store that you can add onto your, um, your uh, Alexa, and it allows you to have... Uh, you know, third-party app support, right. uh, Google Assistant, for example, 
they're only going to support the big ones. You've got Spotify, uh, Pandora, Hulu, and then you've got Netflix, and I think Hulu, obviously not Amazon Prime because <laughs> Amazon has their own assistant right. for that. That would just be bad marketing. But um, they don't offer services, so it's only what comes right. with it, which in my opinion, for the most part, it's fine. Most people use Spotify. Um, you know, If you're using Apple Music, you're probably going to be using Siri anyways, um, so you're probably not going to be in the Google ecosystem. You also got you to think about that, right? If right. you're using android and chromecast a google assistant makes more sense right uh siri i forget what they call it i don't know if it's like uh something home um it, yeah it's like it, an it wasn't home big or something like that. It, yeah it, a lot of people don't love it but it's basically like your siri assistant um i personally think it's just more convenient on your phone but you're going to want to use that if you have apple products it just makes more sense but um right but yeah they they only offer big apps so uh you're not gonna be able to log in on everything like unfortunately for me um, there is no Plex app for mm -hmm. Google Assistant, so I can't sign in through Plex. However, um, Amazon Alexa has a skill for Plex uh, because on their app store, instead of them having to develop everything, it's the third-party company. Right. So Plex develops support for Alexa, which is really cool because that provides way more services coming in um, for Alexa, giving it more options. Right, yeah. I don't know why I said uh, Google supports Plex earlier. That was a mistake. But um, another big <laughs> yeah, advantage no of Google Assistant is um, their Google Home Mini is very affordable. I can't quote the exact price, oh but gosh. it's really, really affordable. Yeah, I got mine for 22 bucks. 20 Two dollars. You heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, no, but it's a really affordable system. Um, it's really easy to put throughout the entire house. I think the Alexas and Echo Dots are about twice the price. Um, but with you know Google Home Mini, you could put you know you could put something in your bedroom, your kids' bedroom, you know dining room, kitchen, and living room right. for a hundred bucks, which is Right. almost unbeatable i would say actually it is for the most part unbeatable unless you like f you know build something yourself um yeah. and another big advantage with google assistant is it's very good at getting your words right so um and we'll talk about this a little bit more later but google assistant is one of the best mm. ones as you know when you say um look this up it's not like looking up spaghetti noodles it's it's pretty good at getting what right. you say inputted very well, right. which is really, really, really nice because one of the most frustrating things is when you say something and it pulls up something completely unrelated and it's like, no, I, that's right. not what I looked up. Now it's just worth it for me to look it up on my computer. It's not worth it for me to just talk you know, to the Google yeah, Home yeah. Mini or whatever you're using. Um, so that's a very big bonus for Google. So I think right. kind of rounding out it's Google, right. it's um, it's really good. I mean, there really aren't any negatives except the fact that it doesn't have skills. But really affordable, really good system, um, connects to a lot of other Google devices, and great ecosystem. All right. So let's move on to Siri. Um, we're not going to be talking a whole lot about Siri just because um, I feel like uh, Siri, you know, besides that home, which never really blew <laughs> off. Uh, a lot of people don't really even know, even Apple users don't know what it is. Um, we're thinking about Siri on phone. We don't, we don't have a ton to say about it. Um, you know, Siri all around is pretty good. Uh, they, uh, I, I definitely feel like uh, Siri is made to be a little more personal, mm -hmm. yep. uh, personable maybe uh, than Google. They, um, you know, you know, it it almost feels like a, an actual person talking to you more than Google Assistant, yeah. which is very bland and just answers. Um, you know, you you always see those videos uh, top 10 funny things you can say to siri or right. something um but all around it's really great it searches uh via safari and google search engine uh usually um you know it it has a uh, 
so this is what I wanted to kind of talk about uh, across all of these is um, continued continued speech, which right. would be like if I ask Google Assistant and I say, um, you know, uh, who is LeBron James, right? And it, it would it would answer, and I say, um, you know, who is his wife? You know, for example, Siri and um, would not understand that it would it would say I'm not sure what you're saying but if i said to google it would say oh the last question was who is lebron james so now he's asking who is lebron james's wife right. so that's one of the big things for google it's way easier to flow into things because you can keep asking questions mm -hmm. unlike these where i would have to say for siri i would have to hey say hey siri who is lebron james and who is his wife in one question most There's of the no time sometimes he'll get it uh siri's a little on and off right. it's not as good as google but it will get it some of the time um and one of the biggest advantages with siri like we kind of already talked about but i want to touch on it a little bit more is it definitely feels more like a personal assistant than like an in-home assistant so google in my right. opinion at least it's much better for having in your house throughout your house you know you're having you're just having some friends over, you want to hang out, hey, you know, hey Google, uh, you know, play this song, whatever. Siri's mm -hmm. more like, hey Google, uh, add dinner date with, you know, X person on Thursday right. at 7 or something like that. Right. And Siri can actually be pretty entertaining. Um, like you can ask her, <laughs> uh, you know, what's your favorite color? And she's like, you know, green, but with more dimensions. So she's she's got some pretty good jokes and some pretty good riddles. Um which make her kind of fun. Uh, she does sync to the whole ecosystem. Uh, I don't think it syncs as well as Google just because um, it, it it's just a different feel. As I said, it's kind of more for your phone and like you than your whole house, whereas Google, you know, you could sync to all the computers in the house, etc. Right, right. But yeah. it's definitely better integrated with, the phone, with your phone. So if you really want to focus on your phone and you have got an Apple phone, get Siri – if you really want to focus on more, you know, in home, your computer, I would get uh, Google, Google Home, Google Mini, whatever, um, just because it right. tends to be a little bit more, you know, Google's more for like home and stuff like that, where Siri is more for you and your phone. Right. I'd like to kind of sum up Siri just by highlighting a little bit on what you're saying. Um, when it comes to Siri on the phone, uh, Siri is really easy to use. You can use it from the lock screen. You can say send a text to whoever, and it's super easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, you can set reminders and things, and, and not that you cannot do that with Google, uh, but it actually takes quite a bit of work to get Google to work from the lock screen. Um, it, it took me quite a bit of um, searching to figure that out, um, and eventually got it working. But um, Google Assistant is really for your questions and your answers yeah. and your services, and I would say... If you really just want things to be able to do hand-free, like when you're cooking or w whatever you're doing yeah. with your hands, um, Siri can send texts and respond and make calls. Right. And Google Assistant can do that too, but sometimes it feels a little rinky-dinky. Right, you know I mean. and summing up kind of Siri versus Google Assistant, then we're going to move on to Bixby, which will be a uh, very short one. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, if you... If you let's say you live in an apartment, you know whatever, and then I'm just using this as an example, uh, and you've got your phone in the kitchen with you, and you enjoy cooking. Generally, that'd be more of a Siri environment. But if you work a lot in your office, you know, if you have an office and you're working a lot in your office, I would say Google Google Assistant is generally going to be better for you. Um, yep. But moving on to Bixby, um, Bixby is pretty much always considered to be the worst of all of them. It's it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> It's owned by Samsung. Yeah. Uh, nothing against Samsung. Good company. Uh, 
if not for their batteries. But um, <laughs> if if it's not properly optimized, or is sorry, excuse me, it's not really properly optimized, and Samsung doesn't put any time or money into it. Um, it's kind of like a right. dead game. Um, you know, no one really cares about it anymore except the people who actually use it. And unfortunately, it's launched with many Samsung phones, like the Note Nine, <sighs> and it even has its own dedicated button. Which yes. is interesting. You've got a little bit more experience with that, Josh, don't you? Yeah. So I uh, <laughs> I have a uh, Note Nine and or excuse me, I actually have a Note Eight, but it was also launched with uh, the Note Nine. Um, but <laughs> the you know the biggest thing I think about Bixby is um, not that it's just bad all around or it couldn't be good, um, but Samsung just doesn't put enough time and dedication into yeah. it. Uh, Google has spent. A lot of time and they continue to uh, make Google Assistant better and you know Alexa uh, Amazon is always working on that uh, Bixby is not being worked on as often and uh, the uh, the updates to Bixby are kind of like hmm yeah <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> but but yeah so um, what I'd like to highlight on is there's not very many upsides to Bixby um, <laughs> It, a lot of the time won't understand you properly when you're talking uh it takes a little while to launch on my phone half the time so it's just like sitting here waiting um and you know it doesn't it obviously doesn't have continued speech that's not going to be a thing uh, mm -hmm. it can do you know general questions um if you're looking for something very specific uh google and alexa will probably get it but bixby's going to be like I don't know that one. Um, Wait a minute. It doesn't sync with anything except, you know, it can maybe play, it, it can play like music off your phone locally, but right. it won't sync with any services really. Um, unless it's on your Samsung account, but a lot of people don't even use their Samsung account. Yeah, and um, there's not really the same the ecosystem. Right, Samsung really doesn't have that much of an ecosystem. You know, it can set alarms and check the weather, um, but it definitely can't handle multiple commands at once like all of the other ones can. I couldn't say... Bixby, you know, set an alarm for six in the morning and text call right, yeah. dad, right? You know, it'll say, not sure what to do, or it'll set the alarm, and then I'll have to say again, call dad right. or something. So it, the problem is it, they just didn't put enough money into it. Um, and just a little added thing, uh, just because I personally really dislike Bixby, <laughs> for anyone out there who does have a Samsung phone and has that annoying Bixby button that's often mistaken for the power button, um, you can actually reprogram that button, which is really great. There's third-party apps that allow you to do right. a custom macro for it. I personally use the action. <laughs> this is what's funny to me. A Bixby actually put their own feature in the Bixby app to reprogram the button to something else. That's when you know it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I, in the Bixby app, set it to open my camera, which I actually find very convenient. So the button, mm -hmm. I actually do appreciate. But um, yeah. yes, you can reprogram it through the Bixby app or yeah. a third-party app to do your own custom thing. So kind of just to sum up Bixby, um, it could have been good, but it's not. There's really no – it's bad at getting speech. It's bad at setting multiple things at once. It's bad at yep. anything that's not a very, very basic question. It's slow. It's laggy. It's glitchy. Just – Unless you're really, really, really attached to Bixby for some odd reason, I, I wouldn't, you know, don't get a Samsung phone being like, <laughs> for some reason, yeah. dude, I need to get a Samsung phone for Bixby. Don't do that. Bad idea. Um, <laughs> <Bixby>. <laughs> so that's pretty much Bixby. But moving on to Alexa, this is owned by Amazon, uh, obviously Amazon Alexa. It is extremely widely used. Um, probably... 
close to the widest use. I I don't know numbers on that, but it's uh, it's right. gonna be close to Google. Siri's not as big as Google or Alexa, uh, or at least it's not used as much. Um, but it's very widely used on Amazon tablets and most popularly the Echo Dot. Um, right. It will answer uh, pretty much any question and it can perform a lot of tasks. It can handle a lot of tasks at once, which is nice. So you could say, you know, set me an alarm at 7.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m., mm-hmm. and 10 a.m. Uh, for y'all, right. you, for those of you who are very deep sleepers. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's... Um, it's really good at singing into the Amazon ecosystem, which is cool because you can, you know, repeat the order from last month from Amazon, you know, and just like that, you've ordered something, which is really nice. Um, and it can also play audiobooks from Audible as uh, Amazon owns Audible. Um, not really my thing. I don't love audiobooks. I'd prefer to just read a book. But, you know, I know a lot of people enjoy uh, listening to an audiobook while they're tinkering with something. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's a big feature. And they can also read from Kindle and play on Amazon Music, which is really nice. Yeah, um, so Amazon Alexa is actually one of my favorite, uh, probably my all-time favorite, just because uh, it's really starting to blow up, actually. Um, There's a lot of cool things going on. Um, For a while, I was like, what the heck is this? I had had an Amazon tablet, which uh, a Kindle tablet, which I used to read books on, but this freaking Alexa thing would just not go away. Um, So at that point, I was like, ugh. This is just another another Bixby, but owned by Amazon. <laughs> However, Amazon has put, and that was quite a few years ago when the tablet first came out, but uh, Amazon has put a lot of work into this to make it really awesome. Um, and, you know, for example, um, now it, let's, let's talk about tasks. This is one thing I want to highlight on. Uh, so inside of the um, Alexa app, they have... A basically an app store for your Alexa and it allows you to add what they call skills but basically just apps to it so um, you know there's some big ones there's iHeartRadio um, <laughs> there's there's even fun games like for your kids or whatever um, yeah there's like ones where it'll tell you what's happening almost like an old computer game where you type what you're doing I'm gonna ask you what's your, what's your next right, move what's your as input? you progress through the forest or something uh, you know it can read stories mm-hmm. um, it, you know pre-made like bedtime stories or whatever depending right. on the app um, you know my biggest one is Plex uh, the thing I love about that is you know as I've spoken to quite a few times um, which actually an update will be coming out about my Plex server because some new stuff has happened but um, they all of my media is on Plex, so it allows me to play my audiobooks, my music, um, all straight through uh, Alexa, which is great because you know obviously Plex doesn't have their own assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like you know I've kind of made my own ecosystem, um, as we talked about a while ago with the a- Apple versus Android. Um, and this allows me to integrate that. So different products, but all kind of my own ecosystem, which is really awesome. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to highlight a little bit. Um, I think Alexa is going to be huge yeah. in the coming years. It's coming to a lot of things. For example, the Fitbit Versa 2, which is, don't get me wrong, a really nice watch, uh, comes launched with Alexa on it, and it has... Really cool. um, like full-blown Alexa it can it can set your reminders it can do everything uh, everything your Echo Dot can do but sitting on a watch and you might say well there's well there's Siri on the Apple watch (laughs) yes there is but I'm just saying 
Amazon has not stopped. They are really going with this project. Uh, my brother actually recently set up this really cool um, uh, thermostat in his house, which can connect through Raspberry Pi um, on some open source stuff, but it also launched with Alexa. So um, Amazon has gotten to the point where all of these companies can say, hey, can I launch my product with Alexa, and and now we're seeing way, right. way, way it's more really products good. supported. So the more and more home products you get, the big like your whole home can be controlled in the same thing. You've got Amazon Fire TV, you, your excuse me, your Fire Stick TV. Um, you've got you've got Nest thermostats which can be controlled by Alexa. You've got you've got Spotify. You've got smart lights. Um, you can turn an off and on TVs. You've, you know, they even have smart plugs, which you can control. <laughs> yeah. So if your device isn't smart, you can still turn it off and on. Yeah. So th- the thing about Alexa is support. Uh, they have support for so Everything. many different services, uh, so many different, you know, hardware, and uh, it's really awesome. Right. And it's really coming up there with Google. Um, I'm sure soon they'll start having um, more, better. Um, continued speech and it can handle multiple tasks and once you're able to really get it working on your phone technically you can download the alexa app and use it on your phone but you have to have the app open so if at some point they get um they're able to maybe launch it inside of android phones or have that as an option Mm -hmm. that would be super cool um but but this is really growing so this is something uh that's awesome you know the echo spot you can now you can now um basically FaceTime hands-free. If you're in the kitchen, you can have one in the kitchen and one, for example, at your husband's work or, or whatever. Right. And you can be talking to each other in two different places FaceTiming. So it's really, you know, the, the technology is crazy and Amazon is doing some awesome things. Right. Um, it does come at a price. The Echo Dot is about $60, 60 40 to 70 depending on if you get it, you know, you knew right. whatever. I was going to say on, on Black Friday, I got my Echo Dot third generation with a smart plug for about 25 bucks yeah. on Black Friday. So Amazon is always doing deals. Yeah. So I would and wait until they do And then their Echoes, just their standard Echoes, not their Echo Dots, are about 100 bucks. Um, so kind of yeah. summing this whole discussion up, uh, Bixby definitely takes last. Um, I would say Google, Siri, and Alexa all tie for first just because it kind of depends on what you want. So depends on the user. Right. If yep. you want something for your family, you know, to be able to like play music and, you know, sometimes call your call people while you're just, you know, in your family room without actually getting your phone and stuff, get an Alexa. I mean, uh, you know, they can tell like stories. They're fun games that are really simple. You know, it's kind of like choose your path. So you can be like, you know, turn left, turn right, or continue into the forbidden forest. Right. Stuff it's like more that. Um, you can play music. There's Kindle and it's really coming out on a lot of stuff. If you just want kind of a, a personal assistant, like on your phone, get Siri and if you use it more for work or just kind of all across your house get Google Assistant so that pretty much sums up that uh, you know what assistance best we want to thank you guys for watching obviously it uh, really helps us out um, please check out our Discord server. We've been asking weekly questions in there about, you know, we want to hear what y'all are interested in so that we know what to do for episodes. Um, we really, you know, we're open to really any suggestions. So if you want to hear something about, you know, g- all types of engines, yep. jet engines, you know, prop engine, whatever, uh, or, you know, something yep. about chemistry, whatever, whatever y'all want to hear, just put it out there Discord. and yep. Discord please join our Discord server. Uh, we really want to emphasize that's kind of what we want to see, where we want to see our community and talk to our community. 
Um, if you haven't subbed to our YouTube channel, obviously please uh, consider subscribing and dropping a like. If you don't like our stuff, that's completely fine, but obviously uh, helps us out a lot. And um, thanks for watching. Yep. See you next time.